My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Wednesday the 26th of April. I'm Nina. I'm Sam. The last few years have seen some confronting accounts of the cosmetic surgery industry come to light. The shocking state of Australia's billion-dollar cosmetic surgery industry. Performing dangerous surgeries that, far from making people look beautiful, scarred them for life. Where have we gone so wrong in Australia? New rules mean Australians seeking cosmetic surgery will have to pass a psychological assessment before having a procedure. But will it be enough to reform the industry? We're going to chat about it in the deep dive, but first, Sam, what's making headlines this morning? Some big news from the US overnight. US President Joe Biden, who is 80, has officially confirmed he will seek re-election in 2024. We got the announcement in the form of a three-minute video launching his campaign where Biden said, when I ran for president four years ago, I said we are in a battle for the soul of America and we still are. Donald Trump, who's 76, has also confirmed he will run for president in 2024, meaning it could be a rematch of the 2020 election. A statue of Lachlan Macquarie was covered with red paint and graffiti ahead of an Anzac Day dawn service yesterday morning. The statue's in Sydney's northwest and depicts the New South Wales governor from the 1800s. The local mayor said she was appalled the incident happened on such a national day of significance. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has confirmed a three-day ceasefire in Sudan between the Sudanese Armed Forces and Rapid Support Forces. Over 400 people have died during the latest round of conflict, which escalated on the 15th of April. Historically, the two sides have not complied with the terms of previous ceasefire agreements, but Secretary Blinken said he hoped agreement would lead to talks of a longer-term truce. And the good news, the James Webb Space Telescope has detected planet-forming ingredients in a dwarf galaxy neighbouring the Milky Way. Researchers used infrared imaging from the telescope and detected thermal radiation emitted from warm dust orbiting close to young stars, which they say are likely to form planets. The team says their discovery will help us understand whether planets can form in galaxies which are poorer in materials than the Milky Way. Australians seeking cosmetic surgery will soon need to sit a mental health assessment to qualify for procedures. From July 1, it will mandate that anyone going under the knife has a referral from a GP, a psychological assessment and at least two visits with the surgeon. There's a lot to unpack in this story, Sam, and when we put it up on Instagram, it generated a lot of discussion, a lot of comments about what's gone wrong in the past and whether these rules will go far enough. Why don't we start with a bit of background here? Uh, You mentioned in the intro that there's been some pretty shocking coverage of the entire cosmetic surgery industry in the last few years. Tell me about some of the key issues that emerged. Yeah, we really have heard some pretty confronting stories. At the end of 2021, a joint investigation by the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age and ABC's Four Corners uncovered some pretty serious allegations surrounding hygiene, safety breaches and aggressive and inappropriate advertising and just a general lack of regulation. 
After those revelations came to light, an independent review was established to investigate the regulation of medical practitioners who perform these cosmetic surgeries. And it's the findings of that review that we're going to be discussing today. Nina, what procedures are we mainly talking about when we're talking about this kind of cosmetic surgery? Yeah, so the Medical Board of Australia, the MBA, and the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency, that's a mouthful, we're going to call them APRA, they're the bodies who commissioned this investigation we're talking about today and the ones who are suggesting new rules moving forward. So we're going to use their definition of, of what cosmetic surgery is. And it's procedures that cut beneath the skin and alter a body's appearance. They say the purpose of these procedures is to achieve what the patient perceives as a more desirable appearance. So it's things like breast implants, nose jobs, facelifts, tummy tucks, liposuction, eyelid surgery, and cosmetic genital surgery. So that's things like labiaplasty. Those are some of the examples that they outline. And just to be really clear, when we're talking about cosmetic procedures, we're not talking about things that are designed to restore normal body features like reconstructive plastic surgery or procedures that serve a clinical or functional purpose like a breast reduction. That's not something that would be considered a cosmetic procedure. Okay, so that's how the MBA and APRA have defined cosmetic surgery. Now take me through what the independent review actually found. Yeah, so... It found a lot. It's a very long document. We're going to give you some of the highlights, the kind of key takeaways. One of the really big things that came up was a lack of education, training and qualifications for those performing the cosmetic surgery. So it really raised some questions about the people that are doing these procedures and how qualified and safe they actually are. The review found that when it comes to cosmetic surgery, universal minimum standards for all those things I've just mentioned, so that education and training, are non-existent in Australia. So we're really lacking some overall guidelines on how qualified people need to be to do these procedures. Especially when it's combined with really, really aggressive advertising. Yeah, so that's the other thing. And, you know, we all have kind of experienced the effects that social media can have in our perceptions of ourselves. And the review does mention the fact that there is an increased demand for these surgeries and these procedures based on the kind of things that people are seeing on social media. And the review found that the current guidelines for cosmetic surgery don't go far enough in emphasizing psychological screening or informed consent. So all up the review made 16 recommendations to improve standards in the cosmetic surgery industry and the MBA and APRA have accepted all of them. And what will that mean going forward for people who are seeking out cosmetic surgery? So like I said, there were 16 recommendations that cover some of the different factors we've talked about. It kind of addresses some of the concerns around advertising, some of the concerns around qualifications. But one of the big top line changes that's going to be implemented is that from July 1, patients who want to get a cosmetic procedure done will need to pass a psychological assessment to qualify for treatment. Okay, and what will that exactly look like? So patients will need a referral from a GP to attend two mandatory consultations with the practicing surgeon. The surgeon also has to assess the patient for underlying psychological conditions like body dysmorphic disorder and whether or not that may impact your ability to consent if you are requesting a procedure. So if the surgeon then deems the patient suitable, they'll then have a seven-day cooling-off period to kind of think about the surgery before they can book and pay for it. But if they aren't deemed suitable, and for whatever reason the surgeon says, actually, I'm concerned about your psychological welfare, the surgeon will not perform the procedure, 
And the surgeon is then required to refer that patient for psychological evaluation from a psychiatrist, a psychologist, or a GP. Now, if the surgeon does refer someone for that psychological assessment, it doesn't stop that patient from going to a different cosmetic surgeon and getting other opinions. Um, It just means that that surgeon has an obligation to refer them for that assessment before they can proceed with any procedures. What are some other recommendations included in the report? So some of the other guidelines relate to that um, transparency that we were talking about. So the new guidelines say that surgeons should be transparent about their qualifications, the limitations of procedures, the risks, and any ongoing treatments and costs involved. The guidelines also say that all advertising and marketing should also adhere to those standards of transparency. Prior to any surgery, surgeons will also need to inform their patients of their right to lodge a complaint if they are dissatisfied with their surgery and how you can go about doing so. So we put up this story about the new regulations that are coming to the cosmetic surgery industry, and there were some really interesting criticisms in the comments section. One person wrote, it's worth considering also that some people with existing mental health conditions might actually be happier with the nose job or tummy tuck, and it won't lead to a worsening of their mental health, but instead improvement. What do you think of that? Super interesting. And it is something that the review did acknowledge when it was looking at some of the mental health concerns about people having cosmetic procedures. Um, And there was some really interesting research that they cited, which I can read to you. Um, So patients with BDD, and that's body dysmorphic disorder, often have unrealistic expectations about cosmetic surgery and are more likely to end up dissatisfied with the results regardless of the actual outcome. People with BDD are also more likely to have complications following cosmetic surgery Interesting. and have higher rates of reoperation. And so I think the argument the review is making for these psychological assessments is that it also just gives people the space to be better informed and also to be better supported going into their surgery. And the more informed someone is, the better their outcomes are likely to be. One of the other criticisms of this that I've been thinking about is you've just told me how there's problems with unqualified practitioners in the cosmetic surgery industry. And you rattled off the number of investigative reports from Australian journalists over the last couple of years. But then simultaneously, we're now asking those very practitioners to now evaluate mental health. That seems troublesome to me. That was definitely a sentiment that appeared in our comment section when we put up the post about the cosmetic surgery reforms. And I don't have any answers except to say that there does seem to be a conflict of interest if someone is selling a service, Mm. and this is a service that is being sold. Those practitioners do have an interest in you having that procedure with them. Mm, Interesting. But I guess what these guidelines are trying to do is to put more frameworks in place so that these practitioners are held more accountable. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.